Hey, it's BT Mattels from a Gemini. My guest today is BSB Super Sox 600 racer Jacob Hatch. We call him 007. You call him Hatchy, and he might be a professional dancer after this is all over. But anyway, you're going to enjoy this podcast. This kid is the most laid back. He's like passive aggressive. I don't know what you call it, but man, you're going to enjoy this podcast. Enjoy Jacob Hatch. You sure? Recording now? We sure? Are you positive? Okay. You sure? <laughs> all right. Here we go. We're going to do it again, Jacob. It was a false start. False start. One more sighting lap. One more warm-up lap. Hey, BT with Tales from a Gemini. I got my man, Jacob Hatchy. We're going to call him 007. We're going to find out why they call him 007. But right now, this guy's living the dream. And me and you are kind of synonymous in that we know the Haslams. Like you're staying on their, you're staying on their, um, their property, right? Yeah. Now the 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 older Haslam, uh, Ron, he took me on a ride. Uh, I, I took his I took his race school, okay. Yeah. And he put my fat ass in the back of his bike, and he did a wheelie down the front straight at Donington Park, and I never was so scared in my whole damn life. And he took me like you're supposed to do like maybe three laps around. Well, my buddy Dave Hopkinson, it was Leon's mechanic when he won the championship for BSB. So he yeah. supposed to be around like two laps. I think he took me around like five and I got arm pump. And every time he would do a stoppy, I would come up like this and I was on his back. Like we come down pretty much. He had a pretty much a black boyfriend for like four laps. Cause I was all, I was all up on him like this. And, we, <laughs> and when we got through my arms were burning and I was like, you know what, man, you can stop this at any time now. I get it. You are really good. You are really good, but I'm done. <laughs> And so now when I find out you're staying at the Haslam's, I go, you know what? I know this guy's all right because the Haslam's are good people. And you tell Ron, yeah. tell him, tell him, tell him his black boyfriend said. <laughs> tell him his well, black but how you doing, Jacob, man? I think, think, I, you know what? You're on top of the world, bro. You're racing in the National Junior Superstock Series uh, 600 in the BSB Series. If anybody knows the BSB Series, man, that series is just insane. The tracks are insane. And he won his first race. It was it at it was it at Cadwell, Alton, Alton Park. I've been to Alton Park, by the way. Uh, we've been to Alton Park, and it's not your favorite track, and you still got first place. The guy is living the dream, man. Tell me how that felt. That first that first victory you got ever. That was your first victory ever, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't even won in Australia before, so to be over here on the bike and with the team, like team that I love so much, to be here and ride with them and get a win for them, it felt great. I mean. Did you scream in your helmet when you crossed that finish line? Because a lot of people say, that, you know, in the last laps, you know, you, you hear the bike making noises and you're just like, just get me through. And I think you won by 10, by two seconds, I think. But were you screaming in the helmet? No, I didn't. I didn't even, I come over the line and I was just happy that I'd won. But then it kind of said in a little bit later towards the end of the lap that I had won and I was like, well, like, I really just did that. And yeah. Did, 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 you, did you like a victory wheelie? I tried, yeah. Didn't really. <laughs> Are you? Can, can you do a wheelie pretty well? Can you do a wheelie pretty well? Uh, it's a bit of luck. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm glad you said that. They make that stuff look so easy, and it's very difficult. I can't do one. I've been riding a, a pretty good bit, and I can't do a wheelie. People don't talk about how much it hurts your how it hurts your balls. I mean, people don't talk about that because you're right up on the tank, and I don't yeah. want to conversation to go that way but yeah no one talks about that part of the wheelie so how come you can't do a wheelie how come you can't do a wheelie well i've not won many races mate so i've not needed to do any you started late though didn't you 
Yeah, yeah. No, I've not. I'm not rode for very long. I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, though. You were just like no offense, but you were just kind of like being a kid, man, enjoying life. And then your dad used to race, and he got to this bike, and you're like, okay. And then he goes, hey, you want to race? You're like, yeah, hey, okay. And next thing you know. You're on top of the world, bro. And you just kind of, I always say this about you. I don't even know you. It's the first time I'm talking to you. But from you, from what I gather from you, you're like, if Joe Roberts and Frankie Morbidelli had a kid, it'd be you. <laughs> Maybe I can. <laughs> because you're just laid back, just one of them dudes who's saying you're just a good dude. Like, you'd re- like, you know, like if you don't have to train or anything, you'd be surfing right now. Yeah, no, I probably would be if I was back at home. Yeah. So, I mean, like now, so how did like, get involved in racing and it did it were you always competitive or is racing make you competitive um well i used to spend a lot of time it's probably got nothing to do with it but i used to spend a lot of time at the skate park with my mates before i started riding so it was always who could do the who was better at doing tricks or whatever so i kind of always had a bit of competitive thing from me in that from that but um yeah once i got on the motorbikes it became a whole different ball game i was always wanted to be at the front or if i wasn't in the front pack i wasn't happy so did you did any other sports besides you know like skateboarding beforehand like any like any ball sports sticking ball sports uh, i tried to play football when i was younger but wasn't that good at it what okay was it soccer or uh, or is it australian rules football uh nrl what is that what's that it's just like rugby league Oh, yeah, you guys are tough down there, man. I know. I've, I've been to Australia. You guys are, yeah, you guys are a different breed down there, man. You guys are tougher, a little bit tougher, you know? Yeah, that's how we are when we're born in Australia. Were, were you any good? Were you any good, though? Nah, nah. I've got no coordination. So what was your best trick in skateboard? What was your best trick? Uh, I rode scooters, so I can do flips and stuff. Really? Yeah. Did you ever think about doing, like, the X Games or anything like that? Nah, no, I wasn't that into it. Like I was into it, but not, not like that. No, <laughs> just hanging around with your with your boys. Yeah, just, I was just happy to be with my mates at the skate park. And then your dad said, "Hey, want to ride this motorcycle?" And he said, "Yeah, I guess so." Yeah, he bring home. Uh, I think it was a one forty DHZ motard bike or something. And I'd ridden dirt bikes before, and like he grew up riding dirt bikes in Australia, but I was never ever like a uh, go to the track and race, or it was just kind of like something to go do with dad on the weekend if I wanted to go ride. And then he brought home a DHZ one forty one afternoon, and took me to the go kart track. And I preferred the tire of the dirt, so we just kept doing that. Really, I, I, I it, it, to me, it's amazing because you were what, about fourteen. You think what fourteen? Yeah, probably about yeah about fourteen when I started to really get into it. Most racers start early. I mean, I've talked to racers and they started three, four. I mean, some got on a bike at two. You get on a fourteen. And you've been, and what, this is your second year at BSB, or second year, is it? Yeah, second year on 600. I mean, do you realize how rapid that you've, you've ascended to this sport at that age, at the age you're at? I've tried. I've had, I'm, throughout the whole time I've been riding, I've had good people in my corner. So I've always had some advice from people, like all the time I've always got advice coming in. So, yeah. I mean, to me, that's incredible. But to be at your age and to be where you're at, there's people right now who are still scratching their head trying to get where you're at, and they started younger than you. That's where I'm like, this guy's got to be multi-talented, bro. I mean, I try. I, I put a lot of effort into what I do, so, so yeah, it's all or nothing for me. Okay, so, okay, now you're talking about competitors. Now, now I always ask every racer, do you ever get the red mist where you just, like, get up? Like, somebody, may say somebody cut you off. I know, like, in qualifying, somebody took you out or whatever. Like, do you just really get upset and, like, 
have you had that before? Um, yeah, I definitely have, but I try not to. I try not to have it because it's like I could probably do it to someone else, and then they've got the same feeling to me. So just it just is what it is. It's just I don't mind if it happens. It happens. You can't do anything about it by then. Now, of course, it sounds good. You're saying this like you're a nice guy, but I mean, I'm sure when it happens, the exact moment it happens, you're like, you know what? Do you just get really upset and like maybe say a couple of curse words and then like when you come down? Yeah, I had uh, my first round at BSB uh, last year. I qualified fifth at Silverstone and second lap, I was in fourth and I got taken out by another rider. And yeah, that was pretty, I did, I did actually get quite angry then because yeah, it was my first round and I qualified well and I was like, oh, I'm doing I'm doing well. This is a good start to the year. But then, yeah, I got taken out on the second lap. So I didn't even get to have a go in the race. What happened? What did the did rider do? Uh, I just clipped my back tire and it chucked me over the front. Oh, uh, did you have any words with him afterwards or, did, or were you cooled down by then? Uh, I was a bit of a bit of sign language thrown across the track at him. <laughs> 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 in the pickup truck I had to sit on the outside and watch the whole race go on so I had a lot of time to think <laughs> <laughs> did, did he see your sign language did he see it yeah <laughs> yeah he got he got the idea <laughs> I love that a little sign language and then now like afterwards everything did you guys you know you, Kind of like, hey, this this is a racing incident. It happens. Did you get cool things out, or you you still? Uh, no, it was it was a bit of um, there was a bit of like I feel like there was a bit of tension throughout the whole year. It was it's actually funny when we went back to the first round this year. Um, I seen him after the race, and he was like, oh yeah, we got off on the wrong foot. So we're back. We're mates now. We're all good. But it took a whole year to get to that stage. He just said. He didn't have red mist. No, I'm good. And then he goes, okay, well, I gave him sign language. And then it took the whole year to get over it. So I, feel, I feel like I'm a lawyer and, you, and, you're, and you're going through your story like, okay, maybe I did have a little problem with somebody, but now we're cool. <laughs> can, you, can you give me names with the guy, what the, what the person's name was? Uh, it, was it was Declan Connell. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I went good now, but it's all good. I mean, I'm liking this already. I asked him, he goes, nah, we're good, Nick. Okay. I think it's a year, but I'm good. The sign language, that's the best sign. I've never heard that before. You gave him sign <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Jacob, I love it, man. So, okay. So, when did you realize, man, like, okay, after the first round, the first race, whatever, bro, when did you realize, hey, I'm good enough to hang in with these boys? Um... I don't really know. I come over here with no expectations in my first year because I'd never even I'd had I'd had a go on a six hundred before, and it was all very new to me to come over. I didn't know any of the tracks. I was green. I was, you know, I had no idea what was going on. I had to learn to ride the bike. I had to learn to ride how they ride here. So, um, it started. I had a teammate Asher Durham last year, <laughs> and it was like a big. It was a big help to me in the team last year because he'd done previous years on the bike, and he was able to help me out a lot. So I probably owe a fair bit of how I rode to him because he was there to help me throughout the year. But um, just going, just being out on track, following a couple riders for a couple corners, and then picking up, realizing that maybe I like, yeah, I do have the pace to be able to go with them because it was towards the end of the year I started. I think I got two, I got two poles last year, but I just couldn't put it together in the race. I crashed out of both races. So, but I started to get a bit of confidence once I was uh, finishing, you know, more towards the top ten, and then with a bit of extra confidence I give to myself, then I'd. It was like I could put it all together, so it was good. 
Now, is it is it a hard thing for you? I mean, to the confidence wise, because I mean, you're you're coming over from Australia, and you're in this. I mean, and no offense to the you know the Australian. Uh, I think it was Australia, is Australian Superbikes ASB ASBK. ASBK, yeah. Yeah, and no no offense to them, but I mean, you know, BSB is a that's you know that's that's the big leagues basically. So was there a little apprehension on your part, like trying to prove yourself that you were good? Did you already know? I mean, is it or is there a little bit of part of you going? Uh, like I said, I come over here and I was green. I didn't know how it was going to go. So, um, the boys back in Australia, they're fast as well. So to, you know, to come over here and be fast here, it's, you know, I don't really know how to compare it, to be honest. It, it, is it more, yeah, but yeah, what, what, if you had to pick, what is the difference? I mean, like fast is fast, but is it, is it more pack racing and it's more, maybe a little more dodgy, maybe a little more sketchy, or is it more, I mean, how would you describe it? If you could, like to your average person who doesn't really get into racing, like, how is it different? How would you say, how would, how would you describe it? Um, racing in Australia, there's, you've got, you know, you've got a few fast people at the front. Mm-hmm. Um, BSBs, I'd say is a bit, as well, it's a lot more professional, I would say. And you might have, like at Donington, we had 13 people within seven tenths on like a, there's a big track, so it's a lot of time. Well, it's not a lot of time between so many people. Wow. Wow. Is, is, does pack racing scare you, though, when it's like that, or are you comfortable with that? No, I'm comfortable with it. Okay. You're not afraid to get the elbows out? No, I'll get them out. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Hey, hold on. Nikolai, I did the scheme with the screaming black. Is that good? On my end. The screaming black on my end. Now, I can hear him. Everything's good. Hold on just a sec. The screen's good. On, I mean, I can hear him. Everything. That's from... Okay. Yeah, I can't see here. But I can still go. We're good. Okay. Just to make sure. We're still good, Jake. I just want to make sure. Uh, okay. I can't. Okay. Just checking, man. Just checking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So switch gears just a little bit. I got to get to like, why do they call you 007? Honestly, I couldn't. I don't really know either. I made a. There was a, I seen a TikTok, so I'm, I'm, someone from motocross done it and it was like, um, it was like, they call me 007 at a track, zero, zero passes, zero wins, seven crashes a weekend. And that's kind of how I summed up my year from last year because it was all learning and I had a fair few crashes as well. So yeah. I was just a little joke that I put up on TikTok and I think Maddie Scordier took to it and she, she liked it. So she's been telling people. Did it piss you off a little bit or just, or just laughed at it? No, oh, no, I just, I don't mind. I just laugh at it. Oh, that's good. Okay. Okay. So tell me when, when was your first, oh shit moment when you were racing? Oh shit. Either way, maybe, maybe it was a crash. Maybe it was like your first win or maybe it was like, and a perfect example to me is Sean Dylan Kelly in Moto2. When he went over for the Red Bull Rookies Cup, he said he was in, in her ref and he was racing and he really thought he was on it. And he thought he was just raw and he said, Raul Fernandez came on the outside of him and passed him. He goes, holy shit, this is what I got to do to keep up with these guys. So what's your first oh shit moment? I don't know. I've had a lot of them. Well, what's when it comes to mind? What's when it comes to mind? It sticks out. Uh, Fresh on my mind would probably be from last weekend at Donington. I had a crash going down Crane of Curves, just like flat gear, fifth on a 600 and tipped into the corner and tucked the front. Absolutely destroyed the bike. Are you all right? Any any injuries? No, I'm all good. 
how do you get that out of your, how do you block that out of your mind though? Like, you know what, at a high speed crowd now, like I'm a wannabe who wanted that. I've, I've raced, I mean raced. I had a, you know, a, I did a race course at that track and I realized how it is. But when you're racing and you have a high speed crash, how do you block that out of your mind and get back on after they fix the bike and go through that corner again without having going, oh, this is where I messed up before? Oh, it's just, you just think of it that it's a one-time thing. Everyone jo- Everyone's told me that they've joined that Crane Club crash in there and it is a pretty common crash. So you just, you got to respect the corner, I guess. It's just, that's how I went about it the rest of the weekend. Just respect that one corner. Huh. I don't know if I could do that or not, man. I mean, it's like, it's almost like going out with somebody, it breaks your heart. You know, it's like, I don't know if I could pop again and then you do it again. They break your heart again. God damn it. I don't want to fucking do this again. You know, I mean, that's, I think that's what one thing we love about you racers is that you guys have that ability to just let it all go and then come back and do it again. You know? Yeah, yeah we try. It's, it's quite hard mentally to be able to fall off and then go back out and keep going because some of it does scare some people when you fall off. But yeah, we just kind of, just got to block it out and get going again. Well, how, okay. Walk me through your mental process for like, Let's say race day. From the moment you wake up on race day, how do you get yourself right getting ready for the race? Because I've talked to many races. Some of them, they're jovial. They'll talk to other people, whatever. They don't agree. They're listening to music or whatever. And then, boom, they dial it. And some people don't like to be talked to. They don't like to, maybe they're superstitious. I think you like to put your left glove on first. Like, yeah, what, what do you do for you from the moment you wake up on race day? How do you get ready mentally? Just get up, go have some breakfast. What do you eat for breakfast? What do you eat? Well, the hospitality that we have normally does like full English, so I'll grab one of them. Well, what, what's the English breakfast? I've, 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 had, I've had builder's tea. I know about builder's tea. After, <laughs> I don't know, but what, what's the English breakfast? It's just like beans, a hash brown, sausage, bacon, mushrooms, all the good stuff. Okay. Uh, I'll eat the beans. I'm not eating sausage. I'm plant-based. Uh, I'll eat mushrooms. Um, hash brown. Dude, hash browns. Got it. Are they are they shredded or are they like little uh, medallions? No, they're like a little triangle. Like the triangle? Yeah. Are they better than McDonald's? Yeah, no, they're pretty good. Who makes the best hash browns that you've ever had, ever? I don't know. It's a good question. You ever been to the States before? No, nah, never been to the States. If you come to the States, we will put at least a good, what, 10 pounds on them, you think? We'll put at least 10 pounds on you. If you come to the States, I will take you first to McDonald's. They have good hash browns, right? And then we got to take him to, to, to Waffle House. We got to go to Waffle House. We'll take you to Waffle House. It's, it's a great experience. You'll see the yeah. best waitresses in the world, but they're also good fighters because they have to be working Waffle House. So we'll take you to Waffle House. Think of, think of Spirit Airline, but with a, with a kitchen. <laughs> go, to, go to Waffle House. They have the greatest hash browns there are. So if you ever come up to the States, and I see you, we're going to Waffle House, bro. It's an experience. You'll love it. I mean, you might get in a fight there, but you're, you're from Australia. You can take care of yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go to Waffle House. And what do you think second bus? Do you think McDonald's? Okay. Waffle House, McDonald's, and then Chick-fil-A? Okay. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. So yeah, we have, no offense. I mean, I respect you guys, but we have the better uh, better hash browns over here. Well, I have to say, man. <laughs> Okay. You, you, in this hospitality, mate, they're freshly made. They're good. Okay. Okay. So you get your breakfast, and then what do you do then? Cruise down to the pit shed, check the bike out, see my mechanic. And then there's normally some races on beforehand, so we go have a watch of them. 
just cruise around. Just, I don't know, relax. There's no need to be stressed. There's no point putting stuff in your mind if there's no, like, there's no need. Just relax or get ready to go out. I love that. I love that. Just, just, but there's no need to, I got to do what I get. Isn't that great? I love that. Okay. So like, do you listen to any music to get pumped up? Uh, sometimes. I don't know. I've got, I've got my AirPods, but sometimes they go in, sometimes they don't. What, what are you listening to? Like, because you're, you're, you're 18 from Australia. So I wanted to hear what 18 year olds from Australia listen to. What do you listen to? You know, I got some weird, I got some weird music taste. What, like, there'll be like country or there'll be like rap or, uh, I don't know, anything, hey, literally anything, whatever's in my like music, whatever goes on shuffle, I'll listen to it. No, what, what, what kind of, do you like the older country or the newer country? Depends. Depends what songs they are. Who, uh, who's some of your favorite country artists? Uh, Tennessee Whiskey is a good song. Oh, by Chris, Mil- Chris Singleton. Yeah, yeah. That's a great damn song. Um, what else? There's a song by Adam Brand. I forgot what it's called. Okay. But yeah, not one by Adam Brand. And when it comes to rap, what do you like to listen to it rap-wise? I listen to a lot of Lil Baby. <laughs> what, what song by Lil Baby do you like? What song by Lil Baby do you like? Uh, first Class. First Class is a good one. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm getting kicked out of this, but the fact you listen to Lil Baby I think is great. I, I, I like Little Baby also. I don't know why they're all named Little. They're all Little Baby. They're, they're, there's The Baby, Little Baby, Baby Baby, Big Baby. Ba- I mean, and ironically, no father. There's no fathers. You know, <laughs> no little orphan, nothing, but they're all little babies. <laughs> so you listen to Little Baby, Country, and what else? What else? Any rock and, any rock and roll? No, nah, no rock and roll for me. Are you serious? Yeah. None. I, that's, I, oh. I hate when kids don't listen to rock. I mean, old rock. We, I just got I just got through another podcast beforehand. And we talked about, we went down the, the the rabbit hole of just rock and roll, how it pumps you up, man. And I think that would be my problem if I was a, a racer, just to not be like, I know you're all cool and calm, but I'd just be with just just chomping at the bit to get you. Yeah. At least I think I would. I don't know, though. You know what I mean? I'm not racing like you. That's why I ask you. Like, you're on that starting grid. And you what are you thinking about? Like, where you're going to be when, you know, like, how you want to be position yourself or, or whatever, or you just, your mind's just open. You just got to ask, wait for it to happen. If there's time to think about it, there's time to do it. So I just wait until time, it happens. What have you learned about yourself from, from this experience so far? I mean, from just being from moving to racing and now that you're right, what have you learned about yourself that you didn't know about yourself before? Um, I don't like to do my washing, <laughs> clean the dishes. Yeah, not much. I was, I was pretty similar to being at home. Like the Haslam's look after me like I'm their kid. So it's like, it's they're, they're great people and the amount of help that they give me during the year, it's crazy. But, I mean, they really do. I mean, like, I can't say I know Ryan like this, but I mean, that's a good guy. I, and I used to tell good people. And like I said, I, my buddy was Leon's, you know, mechanic. So I know yeah. Leon's a good guy too. And I just think the fact that you're on their property and they're just and they're looking at it like like you're their kid and you get to pick their brain, man. That's the greatest thing about it. Somebody left. So what is Leon, what has he taught you that that you that that resonates with you? Same secrets, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's good to have it's good to have them with because they've done so many laps at the tracks that we're racing at. Like they can tell you where every little crack or bump or anything is. They got that much track knowledge around the track. So 
to have them in my corner, it's like unbelievably, like you, you can't get that experience off anyone else. So to have them there and tell me before I was like my first year to have them and them tell me about everything, like it's like I knew the track before I even went on it. Hey, now it's your second year. So what, what's your favorite track in the BSB? What's your favorite one you can't wait to get to? Uh, probably, I don't know. They're all good. They're all, they've all got their own little thing to them. It's probably, but Brands, Brands is probably my first, first track that I want to like. That's my track that I want to go to, but I got to wait a little bit longer till I go there. Do you like, uh, you like Cadwell? Yeah. Cadwell's a good one too. My, my top three tracks are probably Brands, Cadwell and Knock Hill, which we're out next. I I think Cadwell because that was my first. My, Cadwell was my first. Like you know, your first girlfriend. That's what it's like. When I first got to, I remember landing, getting my car, and going to Cadwell, and was like, oh, I saw the jump, I saw the mountain, and I was like, yeah, this is this is what I like. I just can't believe how narrow those tracks are, man. Oh man, it's gnarly. Yeah, I mean, did, did it freak you out seeing it for the first time? Um, it's it's. I've not ridden anything like it before, so it's a bit. It was it was like weird going on a track like that that's got a jump in it so yeah but it didn't really freak me out it was more it was just a learning curve did you get did you get big air uh, i got both wheels off the ground but it wasn't very big <laughs> tried then how did did leon tell you how to take that because leon think he takes that more different than any other racer so yeah, yeah he does. Did, did he tell you how to manipulate that the, the jump uh yeah he did but I didn't really listen. <laughs> why did why did you why did you listen? Because he goes off the bit that doesn't get much air. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to hit it like proper, like boom. But I think if you're riding there, you got to try and get some air off. Oh yeah. So I was just that's just how I was doing it. Of course, of course. <laughs> that's like so much like a kid. Yeah, I did, but I did. Okay. Okay. So what's your least favorite track? Um, least favorite track. Which one gives you the, the, the most trouble for some reason? There's always that, that turn or, or something you go. Elton Park. Oh, and that's the one you won at. Yeah. So if you win on the track that gives you the most trouble, I mean, that's got to give you a tremendous boost of confidence. Yeah, it does. It does. So now, do you honestly think, though, I mean, I looked at the standings and I know I think I think the last think last weekend and maybe it was a tough outing for you, whatever. I then it, it go the way you wanted to. But I mean, you're still can, you're still in this damn thing, man. I mean, it, do you think championship or are you just are you trying to, like, give the old traditional? I'm going to take it one race at a time. No, I'm thinking championship champion. Definitely, definitely trying to go for the championship this year. No, I mean, do you, you, you realize do you think you have a good shot? Yeah. What do you do better or what's your best quality in racing? I mean, what do you think you do better than the other racers or like, or you go, I'm just as good at those guys are better. Is it breaking um, starts or is it, I mean, just what is it? What's the intangibles? I feel like I'm pretty good on brakes. I've always been, everyone's always told me that I'm strong on brakes. So I'll have to go with that. Okay. And then what do you have to work on? I don't know. There's always stuff to work on. Every I could be, I could probably be better on brakes than I am, but I just gotta. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a very. I'm. I would say I'm a good rider, but I'm not the best. So there's, st there's stuff everywhere that I could work on. What? Do you, what? 
the, the guy who's in first place, what is he doing better than you? Or what are the other guys doing better than you that you, that you go, I wish I had that. I don't know. There's always that one thing. Like, you know, like I look at what I do and I go, God, I wish I could write. I wish I was a better writer. I wish I was, I could act that out. I wish I was this, that, and that. So how is it uh, for, for, you know, from your end looking at like, what do you wish you could do better? Um, probably I'm, I'm not, I'm honestly not that good with starts. Okay. But that's not the worst thing in the world because you can make that back up. But yeah, probably just practice starts to be honest. So, okay. So if you get your starts down, you think you're into something? Yeah. I've been getting better at them. Now, how do you, how do you get better at that though? I mean, honestly, how do you get better at starts? Because I mean, do you guys have rules and regulations where you can't um, go to the track you're going to race on, uh, you know, like sometimes they have rules that you can't, you know, ride on the track you're going to race on. And so how do you get better at starts? Um, well, you can do, I think you can do them at track days. I don't, I don't know if you can pull up to the pit lane and do one or not. I haven't really done many track days over here. I've done, I think I've done two, I've done two track days my whole time. I've been here last year and this year. So yeah, I don't know. It's just, you get, you get a practice start after each session normally. So I'll just pull up, have a go. And then you got your races as well, so. You think talking to a drag racer would help? I mean, because they talked about, like, Ricky Gadsden is a good, uh, one of the greatest drag racers of all time over here in motorcycle racing. Something they talked to him maybe into helping some guys in GP or whatever get th the starts. The starts is very crucial in drag race. So you think that would help, you think? Or is that totally, is it totally different? Well, no. Well, yeah, it definitely help because their whole sport's based about when the lights go, you go. Yeah. So yeah, it'd probably be a good thing to talk to people about that. I've asked people before how to do better starts and someone's told me, look away from the lights. So I don't know, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> told me not to look, look away from the lights and you'll have a better start. I don't know how that works, but someone's told me that before. That makes I don't know, maybe, they're to, maybe they're trying to sabotage me. <laughs> yeah, who told you? It was another racer? Yeah, it was my good mate, Owen. Oh, 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 is, he in your is he in your same class? Yeah. Yeah, I don't trust that guy. I mean, I think, I think he lied to you. I think he... I think he wants you like to not do well. Like that makes no sense to me. Like, okay, don't look at the lights and just look where, where to look. I mean, where are you well, going to look? Hey, he reckons that your peripheral vision picks up the light before you can. Okay. Okay. So, okay. If, if the light's here, then I'm just going to look straight. Yeah, pretty much. That's what he's told me to do. And so he goes, okay. So it goes red. And once red goes out, boom. So, yeah. boom. And so don't go, we look like this. And yeah. I, I don't think that makes any goddamn sense. I don't know about you. I've, I've tried to do it. It didn't work. <laughs> what? Okay. Start from when? Where are we going to start from? Okay. Just uh, give me or whatever and we'll do it, okay? No. Just give me like a, with a two, uh, give me a two minute warning then we'll come back, okay? Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay. Okay. So, start and... Are you training like at a gym or anything? Yeah, we've got a private gym on the farm that I use. And we also have, there's a, we train with like Alex and Sam and Ty Wolferton and all that at, there's a David Lloyd's gym not far from here that I go with Leon. The Lowe's brothers? Yeah. Are you, are you using their trainer? Yeah. Okay. The dude that looks like me. Yeah. But not, but, but not as cut up and, and good looking as me. The guy looks like me, but not really like yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, dude, you got everything. I know. This team's great. Dude, well, you're with the what? The completely motorbikes Kawasaki? Yeah. Dude, you got, 
damn it, I'm almost jealous of you. I don't even race, but I'm almost jealous of you, man. You've got an awesome team, dude. So do you feel that pressure? Yeah, definitely. This year, this year is definitely a bit more more pressure than last year because I know that I'm I've got the like I've got everything I need to be able to win the championship. So it's up to me. Yeah. I've done that part. It's time for me to do my part. So yeah, it's definitely a bit bit of pressure. There's always gonna be pressure there moving different countries to live somewhere else and have like that's a big thing. And yeah, costs money to race as well. So you know, throwing a lot on the line to be able to do something. You gotta I'm trying my hardest to do it. And I know I know you have a girlfriend and I know she's she's back in Australia though, right? So is it hard for you, like, to get into that space? Some, you, sometimes you need somebody to talk to who's not in racing. Sometimes, yeah. you know, that, that's away from it that you can be like, all right, listen, you can really, really tell, like, is it is it hard for you to to be away from her or just somebody you can talk to like that, somebody you can have a shoulder to cry on, so to speak? Uh, not really. I just, oh, I'm always talking to her. and She knows about racing as well, so she's always talking to me about it. So, yeah, it's always, we're always on the phone together. If I need to talk to someone, I'll give her a call. Like a true racer, he's all good. God damn it, you're so laid back. So, will we ever see you on the dance force like your uh, like your girlfriend? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm too uncoordinated, man. I can't dance. How did you meet her then? If if she's dancing like that, and how did you meet her then? Uh, um, funny story. Actually, my two mates were talking to her two friends, and we went over to uh, their house one night, and she was there, and that's just. That's just how I met her. It was real random. It was like a week after I'd come home from last year. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Yeah. Sure. So did she teach you any, any moves? Who knows? Maybe those moves can help you on the on the bike. You never know. I don't know. I but she she's trying to teach me, but I just can't do it. What? What? Is she got me doing like she got me doing like spins and stuff on my toes and all this stuff. It's not good. <laughs> I can't see you doing that. I mean, I don't know you like that, but I just can't see you being. Yeah, like, you don't, you don't, yeah exactly. You don't want to say it either. It's bad. Have you tried to dance for her? Have you tried to dance for her? Oh, yeah, that's a joke, but it's not good. I just can't laugh. <laughs> is there any videos out there of you dancing that we could blackmail you with? None, nah, if there were. Well, there probably is, actually, but they won't be going anywhere. And I think that's great, though. I, I saw her. I saw her and I go, oh, man, this guy's doing well on and off the track. And then I saw her dance. I go, together, because she was doing it and, and this and, and this. And I was like, oh, my God. And then you're just like, all good, mate. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. How, how are these two together? I think, yeah. I think no, she's super talented with what she does. No, she really is. I mean, all jokes aside, she really is talented. And that's what you need sometimes is, like I said, those people, those people away from from what you're doing sometimes just to get away and like, Hey, how you doing? How's your day? Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, sure. so what do you do in your off time when you're not training when you're not, you know, racing, like, you know, say you have a couple of weeks off in BSB, what are you doing? Um, I'm actually going to go work for these guys while I'm off for a bit. Just what do you gonna, do? What kind of work? Just cleaning bikes, packing bikes away, moving them around the shop floor and stuff like that. You like that, huh? Yeah, of course. I love a bit of graft. <laughs> Cause you said you wanted to be, you weren't doing this. Your dad's a coal miner, right? Yeah. And you also did a little carpentry work. Yeah. Kind of like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Nah, build a big cut. <laughs> Do you, I mean, are you outside carpentry, inside carpentry? 
Uh, well, I was doing wooden. I was doing like wooden flooring and stuff, so it was inside. So you like that kind of work? Yeah, no, it's good. I done landscaping while I was at home last time as well in my off time. No, I, I mean, I know it's like a, you know two different cultures or whatever. But man, you ever thought about? I mean, I know he's eighteen. You, I, have you looked that far in advance of your future? Like, hey, would you like to make this a entire lifestyle? I mean, I know you're eighteen now, but with your kind of talent, man, I mean, you should be hopefully racing for at least at least another. I'm gonna say at least ten, fifteen years at least. I mean, have you thought that far in advance? Yeah, well, obviously that's the goal to be able to ride motorbikes for a living and make you know be able to live comfortably with motorbike riding. That would be the goal. But if not, then just gonna can't really say what I'm gonna do. Just gotta wait and see. Just just enjoying my time while I'm doing it and just living day by day. Now, do you realize you're living the dream? Because sometimes when you're in it, you don't realize it. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's like. Yeah, you know, I got a couple of years on you. So it's like, you know, I have a, a little better perspective. Like, oh, I remember like that's why I love talking to racers because man, you you have it right here. And it's so cool to talk because I know like you're on the precipice of something big. So do you realize you're living the dream? Yeah, I do because I know there's a lot of people that would do a lot of things to be in my position and what I'm doing. So yeah, I do I definitely very very, very grateful for the support that my family gives me and everyone else gives me to be able to have me here do what I do. It's, um, it's got to make your dad proud. Yeah, yeah, dad's happy. Yeah, dad's proud of it. And I think moms are easy because no matter what you do, your mom's always going to love you, you know? Uh, yeah, mom, mom loves it. She's actually, she was here with me last year and she's not very happy that she's not here this year. Yeah, moms are easy. You could be a serial killer, your mom would still love you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, seriously, you could be a, you could have a Netflix docu series and like ah, those people deserved it. That's my boy. But you know, when you're when you're dad, you know your daddy's boy, then it's different. You know, I think he froze. I think he froze on your end. There you go. I think he froze. He froze. Did he freeze? Did he freeze? What? I'm here. I'm here. There you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, you're back. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, like I said, the dad, dad's a little harder to to bring uh to you know get on board sometimes, but he's got to be proud of his kid. Yeah, no, he's definitely he's he's happy. He's been with me the whole time while I've been racing, so I think for him to see me, it's always been since I started riding, it was always my dream to go overseas and race. And I'm sure if he started younger, and it would have been his as well, because he's always liked motorbikes. So, so do you think? Um, it's a little bit, maybe, of your dad, like, saying, man, you know, that could have been me a little bit, or, like, he's living vicariously through you, maybe just a little bit? Yeah, just, I think he, yeah, he does, but I think he enjoys it more that he sees me doing it than what he could, like, if, I think he enjoys being able to, like, put me over here and let me do it. I, it's weird when you get older because, yeah, you put your, I mean, seeing your kid do well it's uh, it's hard to describe it but yeah you do in a way it's like oh that's my boy you know i'm glad it's you then and trying then because some you see some coach i mean some parents in little league whatever and you go oh this guy you can tell you know he's doing it through his kid he sees himself through his kid but i think your dad's looking at you like that's my boy and i'm proud of him and i'll do whatever i can to help him yeah yeah he's definitely he's like 100 percent behind me and wants me to be able to do the best i can so I wouldn't say he's living his dream through me as such, but he's definitely like, it's, it's something he he wanted to do. And if he can give me everything I need to be able to do it, then he he will. So do you miss anything at all about Australia? 
Yeah, I definitely miss my friends and my family and my girlfriend. Um, just everything that comes with being in Australia, the sun, the beaches, the cruisy life. But I can't, I, I honestly can't complain. Like I said before, I'm over here, live, like I'm living my dream and other people's dreams to be here. So I'm incredibly grateful for it all. Yeah, man. I honestly, I, yeah, I, when I was, you know, researching a little bit, I was like, man, this dude is, is doing it. And just the fact, like I said, that's the part that shocked me the most is that you're, you got it really started at 14 and now look where you are. That's talent, bro. And I mean it. That is talent. I try. I just I put a bit of hard work into it, man. I keep going. That's what hard work does. Do you, do you write your goals out sometimes or like what you want to achieve? Do you keep back a journal? Nothing. No. Live like a hippie. Pretty much. Right. I live in a caravan. You are, you're a gypsy. What do they call them? Gypsies over there, right? Yeah, gypsy. Yeah. Oh, you're a gypsy. Oh, man. They hate gypsies over there, too. Uh, no, they don't. They hate them. <laughs> you're, just, you're a gypsy in the caravan. They hate you. But you're a racing gypsy, so that's different. You're a racing yeah. gypsy. Different. Yeah. Different. Okay. Well, what's, what's the difference in lifestyle between the English and and Australians? Even though they're like kind of like kissing cousins, what's the difference? Or it, it, do you notice the difference? Mate, the first time I come over here with my mom, we went for a walk. And we just noticed how sad everyone looks in their cars driving along. And we thought, you know what? You want to know why everyone's so sad? Why they look sad is because it's so cold. It's so, they're so miserable because it's cold. But once the, once the heat comes out, everyone's so, so happy and smiley. But we get that all year round in Australia. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, the lifestyle here is a bit more... I don't, I don't know. It's not, it's not as... It's different time. It's not as cruisy. Like, you can... Like you wake up in the morning, go get a coffee and see the beach and yeah, it's different. We're over there. They're pissed off because it's cold and they're pasty yeah, and and they're just like miserable. Pretty much, yeah. Well, maybe they should get some sunscreen. And I like, being, I like being in the Haslam area because everyone here is just happy. Of course. You're around motorcycles for one, so that's got to be happy. Right. It's awesome. There's cows. There's well, not cows. Deers, I mean, not cows. Deers. Just about every animal here, dogs, turtles, there's everything. Have you, have you seen these snakes like uh, like they do in Australia? No, there's no snakes here. Have you seen uh, snakes in Australia where you live? Oh, yeah, same point, yeah. But yeah, you, yeah, you got to get all that shit, don't you? Yeah, we've got uh, everything wants to kill you. I, I, <laughs> everything wants to kill <laughs> But they love it there. so much better than so much better in England. When I was, yeah, when you just I was, make sure Put yourself in the right spot and then you'll be all right. But yeah, just don't go looking for it. Well, I, when I stayed there, when I was in Phillip Island and uh, I got, I was staying at a house, whatever, a, B, a BRB, I guess. I don't know what it, anyway, I, for some reason it was in my head that all these snakes and spiders were there. So whenever I would come back to the house, it was dark and I swear to God, I, 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 I'd get the door unlocked and I would run and I go like this and I run to the house. I go, Cause I couldn't see, so I just imagined there were snakes in around, and I was, and that's the way I lived. And I was, it, it, it was kind of funny, but at the time it was nerve wracking because I just went by all the stereotypes about you know what it's like to live in Australia. So yeah, that's why. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty of there's there's always sight. Like if you looked for something, you would find it. But so there's always something. Yeah. I ne I never go looking for anything. I never go. I mean, yeah. yeah. No well, I'll just stick to concrete and no bushes and stuff. <laughs> I love this guy. Man, you have the greatest outlook. I swear to God, it's like it's so simple. 
It's like, you get nervous on the grit? No, I mean, just do it. You don't do it. How about your starts? Uh, you just do it. How about this? Man, just go do it. <laughs> if you had a book, it'd be this big. If you wrote a book, it'd be this big. It'd be called, just do it. Yeah, if Nike get mad at you, go, okay, just do it if you want to. How about that? And that way they can't get mad. Just do it if you want to. It's, he gives us life advice. I love it, man. I love it. Okay, so five, five, okay, five years from now, you're 18, so you'd be, you'd be at 23, 24. Where do you want to be in five years? Where do you want to be? What, what, what series do you want to be racing in? See, I don't even know. I don't even know that. That's like, I don't know what, I don't know where I want to be or what I'm going to do because it's so depending on, like racing depends on so much on how you go previous to there's a lot of hard work to get to where you want to go. So I'm not sure in five years, I don't know how much I'm going to have much better of a rider. I'm surely going to get better as a rider, but it's so like competition is so hard. So. Damn you, Hatchie. I ask you one question. I said, where are you going to be in five years where you're racing? I mean, this could be a fantasy question. If you could make it up, it's your life. Where are you going to be in five years? Where are you racing? Fantasy. I think fantasy. Where are you racing in five years? Okay. Fantasy. It's a fa okay. Where are you gonna be in five years? Okay, say your girlfriend's like, "Hey, honey, you want to come join my dance force, or are you going to race in, in Moto in Moto Two or WSBK? Yeah, Moto Two any day I have a dancing. <laughs> I don't know if I. I think I kind of like to see you dance. I want to see you in some hammer pants. I want to see hammer pants and just oh, and do the worm. And you ever do you ever do you ever watch old video clips? Yeah, I can I can do the worm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to see that. I want to see that. Uh, that that's what I next want to see on your Instagram. Send your video off. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see that. But I want to see you honestly, because I heard you talk about. I know the natural progression, usually from BSB goes BSB and then WSBK, and every now and then they'll pull like a Jake Dixon and go to Moto Two. I, I I never could figure out why the trajectory from the English riders is so difficult to go into MotoGP. I mean, it, it, cause I know it's a little different over there cause they're, they're really big into, you know, the road racing over in Ireland or whatever. And they got the TT and they've got the Northwest 200. And I, I just don't know, like, and you coming from Australia, that's a different trajectory also. I mean, do you look up to like the people like Jack Miller or you ever talk to him or, or any of the other uh, Australian riders at all and try to, you know, pick their brain? Yeah, no, I'm not, I've never actually talked to Jack Miller in person or, at all, really. I've never really, I've never met him before. But I don't know in in Australia a lot. I think a lot of people are fast, like want to go to the GP scene. Um, like a lot of my mates, they ride in like the European Championships on Moto Threes and Moto Twos and stuff like that. But I feel like it's a different when you come to. I do know what you mean. You come to BSB, it's a different step. Like it's a different stepping stone for different championships. Mm -hmm. But it just depends where you start. So. In theory, I, I want to go to British Superbikes, and that would be my British Superbikes is where I want to go to. That's my goal at the moment. But then, if I can make anything else after that, then I will probably then end up going to World Superbike. Because I see what Brad Ray's done, and I don't know if he went over too late. I mean, I think I mean he's starting out. He's doing okay. I think he got some points. He's getting points. He's you know learning. But and also Top Rack started. Top, did, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Top Rack start in the Superstock 600? Yeah, he's starting with super sauce. Yeah, yeah. And you see, and you see where he's at. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I think honestly, I like to see you win the championship this year, 
And then hopefully I like to see you bump up and go to super bikes. And then, man, after that, I would love to see you go the GP route. I mean, there's nothing wrong with WSBK, nothing at all. And I, I actually, I think it's great racing. It may be even better racing than, than, than GP. But at the same time, I think I just think, you know, GP is the big guys on the block. It's like it's like going, hey, would you rather race Formula One or would you rather race IndyCar? And it's like, come on. No, you, yeah. it's just it's just hard because I feel like if you're not GP style bikes, they've got a whole different riding style to them and the tracks are so different uh, and the way they race is so different compared to, say, a super bike rider. Or, so I think, I don't know if you have to start riding Moto 3s and go that that way is from if you know what I mean yeah I mean so, I, yeah I'm just just gotta wait and see what happens I'm not I'm not too sure what was gonna happen with me have you talked to Jake Dixon do you know Jake Dixon uh no I don't know Jake Dixon no okay okay I was gonna say Jake or, or how about my boy Joel you know Joel uh Kelso yeah yeah do you know him not very well no but I do know him yeah who do you know? I'm mean, seriously, Hatch. Who do you? I'm only, I'm only new to the sport. I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not new, but I'm not. I wasn't in their time of racing. No, I'm, no, I'm messing with you, man. I mean, honestly, you got. It's like I keep harping on it, but you've got such a great nucleus around you. You've got this extraordinary talent to where you've been in just a little amount of time, man. I mean, that's talent, and you got a great team. I know there's a little bit of pressure on you, like you said, but man. You know, the sky's the limit for you, brother. I mean, it really is. Yeah, and no, I've got everything. This year, I've got everything around me that I need to do well. It's up to me to be able to do it. And then the off-season, what you going to do in the off-season? You going to grow a little bit? What are you going to do? You going to go back to Australia, see your girlfriend? Yeah, no, yeah I'll definitely go back to Australia during the off-season. Yeah, and then what are you going to do in Australia? Uh, I'll get a job, work while I'm at home, train while I can, go to any track days I can. If there's any... um. I think there's two more rounds at ASPK when I get home, so I'll probably do them as well. And do any surfing? Uh yeah, I probably will. Yeah. Now, is it is it scary for you to surf? And and is there anything about surfing that that you can apply to racing at all, or is it just a, a complete, just kind of like mind uh, getaway? No, no, it's just kind of it's good to just be out in the water and just just good to be out there and not have to really worry about much. You don't worry about sharks. No. Really? No, what's the point of worry about worrying about them? They're definitely they're definitely there. There's no point to worry about them until they're don't put it in your head that they're there. Otherwise you're not gonna enjoy it. You bet <laughs> like that, you just say, like, oh, whatever, bro. Whatever. Yeah, if it's, if it happens, it happens. You know what? People always say that and then like it happens and you go, ah! you know what I mean? It's always easy to talk. It's like those dudes that are all tough guys. You maybe goes down, bro, goes down. And then this right stuff comes in. I mean, I, I, I didn't mean that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you ever see that shark attack? That dude uh, from Australia, uh, shark attacked him. Uh, you remember it was, on, it was on live TV. Did you ever see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky he lucked out of that, man. I mean, he was. Yeah, no, yeah that was close. But like you said, man, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, just you're in their territory, aren't you? Yeah, it's like you're in his backyard, basically. Yeah. So. You're passing. Yeah, that's his way of having a gun and getting you off his lawn, basically. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Now, where in Australia are you from? Like, where exactly in Australia are you from? Um. We moved from, we used to be really close to the coast, but we moved inland a little bit and we're now living in a place called New Barima. New Barima, okay. And what's, what's uh, okay, I know how big Australia is, but okay, say, say, say Sydney's here. Where are you guys? I'm like, just down a little bit and inland. 
Oh man, you, do you miss the coast? You miss being on the coast? Why'd you guys move? Uh, my grandma's got dementia at the moment, so mum had to move up there to be closer to her. Okay. 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 And what, now what does dad do? Coal miner. Uh, oh, that's right. Coal. That's, I just asked, yeah, coal. Okay. How long has he been doing that? Oh, mate, I don't know why. A long time. Does, does he get that coal miner cough where he's like, and. No, 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 he doesn't. I'm just mad. Don't, don't tell your dad I said that. Last thing I need is him chasing me down here in America. And then I take, I take him to Waffle House. We get some... Exactly. Are you okay? What if you had, what if you got the call up to come to, uh, to, to, come to uh, Moto America? Would you do it? Uh, I don't know. We did think about doing that before I come over here, but we just... I don't, I, th- I don't know. I'm not too fast on it, really, to be honest. You're not too what? Not too fast. Well... Uh, like where I'm at. Has America ever like, I mean, does it, does it intrigue you to come over here? Uh, I think my sister lived there for two years. I think it was two years that she lived over there, but she's, she loved it. But I don't know. I don't really think it's, I'm not too intrigued on it. There's a couple of places I'd like to go and see, but I don't think I could live there. What, why is that? Why is that? You're not going to hurt my feelings, but why is that? I don't know. I just, I, I like Australia. What's your like? I don't know how it's portrayed in Australia, but what, what's your view of America? I mean, just just knowing, just seeing from TV and what you've heard, what's your view of America? There's some crazy people around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what? And we're we're gun nuts. Yeah, and they like, get bears and stuff as well. We get bears, but I mean, it's like, it's like me going, yeah, you know, Australia, man, there's, there's snakes everywhere. Well, like, yeah, we got bears and like, well, there's, what, all 50 states, you think? Are there bears? Yeah, that's exactly, but, you, but unless you're in the mountains, you know, with your, you know, unless you're in the mountains in the Appalachians with, you know, you and your cousin class slash girlfriend slash mom, I mean, you're probably not going to run into a bear. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right, I mean, I don't know. It's just never really like, I I've thought about going to America and like, I want to go see stuff there, but I don't know if I could like live there during the year and race. What, what, what do you want to see when you come over here? What do you want to see? I want to say like, I want to go to like New York and LA and stuff like, just like stuff like that. See what that's like. You'll see some bears, but they won't be the bears you think about. <laughs> if you go to New York or LA, there'll be a different kind of bear. Like, oh my God. Yeah. But New York is cool. It's a great energy. Yeah. LA. I don't know what you're like, man, but I've always loved LA. I mean, granted, it's a little different now, but man, you got to go. If you get a chance, go to the West Coast. Yeah, definitely go see New York. Go to New York. Go to the Grand Canyon. Go west and rent what you do, rent a motorcycle and go up the coast. Go up the one, not the 101, go up the one. And it literally, there's some parts of the one that literally go into the ocean. Like sometimes the water rush uh, goes over the highway. It's the most beautiful track you'll ever, I mean, it's the most beautiful road you'll ever see. If you get to start from Southern California and go to Northern California, it's a beautiful ride. And I, and then you're already on the West Coast, go to Las Vegas. You got to go to Las Vegas, man. You got oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Las Vegas, so yeah, I got to have a look there. And if you go to Las Vegas, you got to go, yeah, you'll definitely go to the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon is beautiful. Take your girlfriend there. Take your girlfriend to Las Vegas and she can dance. Maybe you got to earn some money. She can street dance and whatever. And they'd be like, oh my God, who's this girl? And you're like, dun, 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 dun. And you like play the music for whatever. And then you guys have a little bucket. 
Maybe we can make no, some. Mate, I'll be doing the worm on the floor next time for sure. <laughs> put your motorcycle helmet on. Both of you put motorcycle helmets on with a silver, like, like kind of like space suit, and you both yeah. do it together. Oh my yeah. God. Mate, it'll take some training, but I'm sure we can do it. I know you could do it, bro. The sky's the limit. You and your girlfriend, you'd be your own space force. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Get on to her tonight when she wakes up. I'll see if she wants to do it. She's going to hate me after this. I'm going I'm to get, get a DM like, if you ever talk to my boyfriend ever again, I will hunt you down and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be right. She'll be okay. No, nah, she's no, nah, seriously. She's a beautiful woman, man. I saw that picture. I go, man, that's, that's a seriously. You guys are beautiful together. Great looking couple, man. Yeah. I wish nothing but the best for you, Hatchie. I mean, hopefully I will see you win this year. I want to see you in the championship. I want to see you go to W. I want to go. I want to see you go to BSB. I want to see you win that. And then I want to see you have the option to go wherever you want to go. That's what I want to see because you're so late. Yeah, but I should option to be good to have the option to be nice. Options are always good, you know? I mean, it's like decide between Beyonce and Rihanna. Like, hmm, I got options. I mean, it'd be great. So that's what I want for you, man. I mean, I really want the best. I heard nothing but great things about you. And then when I researched you now talking to you, I'm like, man, this kid is fucking living the life, bro. I'm so happy for you. I'm serious. I'm happy for you. I just love how you live in your life, dude. You're so fucking laid back. Like, yeah, whatever happens. Well, don't need to worry. It's going to happen. I mean, shit, this guy's great. I mean that, man. I wish you nothing but the best, bro. What, uh, what, what, what's the next race coming up? Uh, I've got Knock Hill in three weeks. Two and a half weeks. Knock, knock Hill in three weeks. I think I'll be, I might be in Aston that week. I may, I might go to go see Aston and G, uh, GP in Aston, I think. I might go there. Either way, I got my eye on you, young man. I'm watching you. BSB's been good to me. I've, I've had Lissy Whitmore on. I've had Jamie Hawks. You know Jamie Hawks, Elliot? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's great. I love her, man. She's passionate about the racing also. And now I got you. Dude, nothing but the best for you. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I hope you had a good time, bro. That was awesome. Thanks for having me on. No, man. It was. It was good. You were great. If they ever made a motorcycle boot that was like half a sandal, it'd be for him. That's how cool he is. You know, it's that kind of laid back, like motorcycle boot slash sandal. That's what it's doing right here. Is Jacob Hatch racing for the National Junior Super Super Stock 600 in the BSB, racing for Completely Motorbikes Kawasaki. Hey, tell Leon I said, I mean, tell Ron I said hi. Well, then. I don't think he remembers me, but yeah, I did uh, tell him that Dave, Dave Hopkinson had me um, be on his uh, bike and he rode me around the track and I was scared shitless, but he did the damn thing. So yeah, tell him I said hi. Man, good luck in the year, bro. You got a new fan here. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a great day. Keep training, man. Tell the Lowe's brothers I said, hey. Anything, man, thank you. anything you want to plug? Just everyone on my shirt. Get my guns out, man. Guns out. Guns out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm BT when tells my gym out. That's Jacob Hatch. And until next time, you know how to say it. Pay.